the, one of the main reasons that I'm doing this also is to kind of encourage people to be to be themselves. And I say that because, like, I know there's there's a lot of different routes I could go with Superman. You know, I could do like do the Valzad. I could you know shave my beard and not wear my hair like that. I could do like a but I still want to be myself and be Superman at the same time. You know. Hi, and welcome to The Caption Life, a podcast about the impact of comics and pop culture on life and society. Uh, tonight we are recording a very special episode. We have a really awesome guest. Deep in the heart of Texas, I'm your host, Kevin Stolliker, and joining me across the Bifrost, or Rainbow Bridge of Friendship, from Indiana, my co-host, Sean. Hello. And uh, like I said, tonight uh, we have a special guest. Unfortunately, James, our normal co-host, won't be joining us, but we got a chance to speak with a, a really cool person. Not necessarily comics related, but comics adjacent because well, we'll we'll get into that. He is a creative powerhouse. He's a photographer, a graphic designer, a writer, and a cosplayer. You may know him as the Seattle Superman, uh, but we are pleased to welcome Jonathan Bell uh, on today's episode. Thank you for that lovely introduction. I'm like, oh wow, who's coming on your show? It's me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's nice to be here. Thanks for having me on your show. Yeah, if you need me to record a um, like you know a like a hype hype video for you, I, I'd be happy to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> now we're very excited to have you on the show, and and I gotta say, Jonathan, I think the first time I came across uh, you was actually on uh, TikTok. I've been seeing some of your videos, and that's how I came across and and found out who you were, and and just been watching you know all of your. Uh, videos that you've been posting on TikTok has just been phenomenal and seeing, you know, all the things and, and places you've been and everything. So I, I know oh, thank you. I'm very excited to um, have, have you on the show today and to interview you. I know Kevin, Kevin's a huge cosplayer. W- would you, would you say that Kevin? Yeah. Well, I'm a huge and a cosplayer. But, uh, <laughs> no, uh, I, I've actually followed Jonathan for a while on uh, Instagram, and I think that I discovered who Jonathan was through a mutual um, cosplayer uh, because I am, and, and Jonathan, you may know her. I'm, I'm, uh, I know through going to cons here locally in Houston, um, Brandy, the Houston Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. Yes. And um, so I think th- th- there was a picture of you with her at some event at some point over the last couple of years that I saw, and I was like, oh no, this is really cool. So. I think that's when I started following you, and um, I'm also a huge super Superman fan. It's the the first superhero that that I learned to or that I learned about as a kid. I went to the the Metropolis, Illinois Superman Museum and statue um, as a kid. Um, I have like everything that I have is like Superman related. My name, my last name is Stoliker, and in uh, German it means steel corner. So I I often refer to myself as the Man of Steel. So yeah, it's always been it's always been nice. a big thing for me. So <laughs> anybody that's anybody that's repping the repping the S is a is I'm a big fan of. Well, that's pretty dang awesome. Yeah, I've never made it out to uh, the Superman uh, exhibit museum thing before. I need to go. So uh, I had the chance to go when I was like six. Um, it's it's right on the border between uh, Kentucky and Illinois. It's a it's a like it looks like something out of a movie, like a really small town with like this town square and in in town square they when i was six they had like a six foot statue scale statue of superman uh but uh a year ago a little more than a year ago i had a chance to go back through there with my son and take him 
and the statue is like three times as big now. It's like 20 wow. feet tall, and it's amazing. Um, and then they have a museum there in town because uh, it's it's the, the the town's called Metropolis, Illinois, and it's it's a really cool little place. It's more like Smallville, Kansas. <laughs> but I was about to say the way you're describing it sounds exactly like Smallville. It's, it's a lot like Smallville, Kansas, but it's called Metropolis, Illinois. <laughs> Jonathan, we'll go ahead and just jump right on in. Um, so you're known as Seattle Superman, traveling across the country in a Superman suit to inspire people. Can you share with us why Superman and how he inspires you? Yes. So Superman has, he was like my first uh, superhero as well. When I was a child, it was like, um, it was actually now that I can't remember which was first. Was it Dean Cain, Lois and Clark, or was it Superman, the animated series? <laughs> whichever, whichever one of those were first. Um, but besides that, comic books from comic books, and then going to the TV show, then the cartoon, and then Smallville. And it's just always been Superman for me. And at first, it was because of the whole flight kind of aspect. I think that would be my number one superpower if I could get one. And then it kind of just slowly started involving it into like, just being or trying to be like a better person every day. You know what I mean? Like kind of trying to go to like, to me, Superman is like the ultimate embodiment of the golden rule. In in my opinion, like just trying to be treat people how you want to be treated, you know, and that's kind of how he is all the time. So that's, that's pretty much what got me into him now or staying into him. His frame of mind now is that type of aspect. Do you find it harder to do? with the negativity in the world today let's say especially over the last three months <laughs> yeah i mean like because I, I i i am no saint i'm literally not so it's it's always always a challenge to to try to um you know just kind of try to be an example you know what i mean because it's it's hard it's not easy to do honestly it's it's hard but it's it's something to keep sort like that symbol is just something to keep aspiring and like striving to be towards it's just like a better version of myself but you're right because there's a lot of times i see stuff and i'm like <laughs> oh listen i i as much as anybody i would strive to i would feel like i that we all should strive to be like superman but i can promise you that i'm robin hood at best because like i see wrongdoing and i just want to be like i will steal everything you got i will give some away to the poor but you need to get got so <laughs> Um, during your, during your time traveling across the country, what's been the most, uh, rewarding or awe-inspiring thing that you've experienced? Uh, I think when I was in Seattle, I was on getting, being on TV, I was on, I was on a show on, in Seattle called, uh, Good Day Northwest or, and that was, that was pretty exciting to be on. And cause I, I, not from Seattle. So I actually moved to Seattle to start this whole Superman thing and to have to be on TV a year and a half later, actually wearing my Superman cosplay on like the major channel five that's over there. That was like a big, big deal to me to happen. But besides that, honestly, it's like um, the background picture you have, like when people send me art and just things like all the time, it still blows me. Like no matter how much, I might get sent something whenever somebody literally like sends me a drawing of myself or like an edited uh, photo that I've done that gets me every time because it's like, 
these people take the time to like stare at me enough to draw me or stare at me enough to like edit something because they think of what I'm doing is so cool. And what I've started to do was like follow something that I wanted to do for a while. So every single time somebody like, you know, literally will draw something or send me that, it it still amazes me that people express how much they like what I'm doing in that aspect. So it's like a, a continual thing. Yeah. I, I know, honestly, and hearing you talk about that, I think it's just, it's really cool because when we think about comics and when we talk about comics, like, you know, these superheroes are characters that just kind of enshrine and embody these principles and ideals and everything. And because they're fiction, you feel like you can always look to them, like, you know, from beginning to end and, um, they're always kind of this, you know, constant thing, but the, the reality of it is that they're still fictional, right? But just like what you said, if there are people that we can see and interact, real people in the world that can emulate that, I think it is uh, such a you know great testimony to what you've been able to accomplish. And, and I, I mean, I'm sure you're flattered when you see those things, when people send those you know drawings and pictures, because obviously you inspired them enough to have them draw you and, and really get inspired by your story that they wanted to somehow say thank you in that sort in some sort of regard. Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, it, 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 it I don't think it'll ever get old. It, like it'll, <laughs> it'll <Right>. never get old. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so kind of talking about your journey with, uh, you know, being Seattle Superman and traveling and, and, uh, inspiring people. Um, we're just kind of curious, what is your maybe grand hope or vision or idea of how you can change the world, uh, by being in it, by doing what you're doing right now. I just, I think the main, the, one of the main reasons that I'm doing this also is to kind of encourage people to be, to be themselves. And I say that because like, I know there's, there's a lot of different routes I could go with Superman. You know, I could do like do the Valzad. I could, you know, shave my beard and not wear my hair like that. I could do like a, but I still want to be myself and be, Superman at the same time, you know. So that's why like I'm I'm like dang near 6'3. So first of all, I'm like really tall. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, like, so then like my physical appearance and then wearing the man of steel suit. But I I do that because I love Superman, you know, and I don't want to change how I am to fit that role. So what my hope is to inspire people to do what they want like creatively or it doesn't even have to be as far as like cosplay, you know, like it could be just like wanting to wear a different type of dress or color your hair a different way, or, you know, wear something that people think that you shouldn't wear or just be like, be yourself. So my hope is like, if people could see me doing what I want to do with my life without a regard to like the haters and the people that are trying to be negative and stuff and like show that it can be done, then hopefully I could like, inspire people to live the life that they want to live while using that Superman symbol as, you know, a hope to inspire people. Yeah. Well, you know, and I'll be honest, I love how you said that because um, you can't tell this right now, but I'm actually, I'm, I'm bald with, with a beard. Right. And so there's not a lot of comic book characters that have that look except for like maybe some villains. Right. And so, <laughs> Um, but I love that you said that because, like, part of me has always thought about, like, it would be great to do some sort of cosplay, but because of, like, my appearance, you know, I, I never know, like, if that would look 
odd. But now that you talk about, you know, how you're being yourself and everything, like, it's like, yeah, you know, like when I see Jonathan, I see Superman. I, I don't think of anything different on, or anything like that. And so it, it's actually uh, very inspiring that you said that because, you know, I, I think I would never have thought about that um, until you, you just said that now, you know. So, and, and I, and, and just to share with you, like, I also understand, like, being tall because I'm actually 6'6, <laughs> too. So, oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's. <laughs> He's the big show. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one of the things that we that we talk about when we put together cosplays as a family is that we're not necessarily trying to um, look exactly like the the character, but also be true to who who you are. And so those are the those are the things that my my son I'm trying to instill in him, especially because he's 11. He's very impressionable, and he's also he's also the cosplayer of the family. I'm trying to trying to look around to see if I can um, grab a picture. This is him as Cyclops. Oh, dope. You know what? Like, if I ever did a Marvel, I mean, uh, not Marvel because I have, but if I ever did an X-Men one, Cyclops would be my first one to do. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's done a really, I don't I just don't have anything close by and I won't have to get up again. He's done, he's done Cyclops and he's done, um, you know, Wolverine because like, you know, a little like eight year old with like mutton chops and, and the claws and like he just he was adorable but he also looked like the seven-year-old version of him but like as he's gotten as he's gotten older he's um he grew his hair out so that he could be the uh the winter soldier and uh now his now his hair has been long for two years and so he's got a a a, a bunch of long-haired cosplay things that he wants to do but you know we're in the middle of the the covid shutdown and he hadn't been able to to do them um in addition to in addition to you being Superman, uh, you mentioned that you would want to do uh, Cyclops, but you you've done other things. Uh, so, what are maybe some of the other things you've done, and how did you get involved in cosplaying? Well, I first started like so the whole Superman thing pretty much started because of Man of Steel. I as much as I like Superman and I like doing photography, I never really wanted to do like the Christopher Reeve suit because I knew the type of pictures that I wanted to take when it like equivalate well, you know, mm -hmm. and when man of steel, like when I, when the first, uh, you know, leaked photos of the suit came out and I saw that, I was like, Oh dang, that is a suit that I know that I could take <laughs> some like cool pictures in because it looks more like a uniform. It doesn't look like a costume. Mm -hmm. It looks like a, you know, it looks like a uniform. So once I finally found somebody, I found somebody off of Etsy that, that makes those. And that's how the whole like cosplay thing started. Mm -hmm. See, he made the suit and then I just wore it. And then after that, I was like, you know what? I do like the Green Lantern. Well, actually, I should take that back. The very first thing I cosplayed was in 2008. It was my first time going to um, Comic-Con and I was Hancock. Okay. <laughs> like, that was pretty good. I need to find a photo of that actually and like post it somewhere, but that was, that was a pretty fun time. I, I, but yeah, that was fun. Um, and I have had a green lantern costume before and I have a couple of those now. And I think that the next biggest thing I've done after Superman would be Dr. Strange. I got like a really nice one off of Etsy. I found somebody that make like a custom made Dr. Strange suit. But I think after that, um, I know, like, I just love trying to combine the art that I'm doing with, like, a character. So that's, that's like, basically what comes first. With the Superman and everything, I knew I could take, like, really good levitation photos and stuff like that with the Superman suit. Mm -hmm. And then I switched to, I wanted to try doing some more stuff with Procreate and drawing. 
and like using different graphics. So I did the Green Lantern because I know that if I draw and do some things, I can make like pretty much anything look like a construct, you know? So that was the whole reason why I started the Green Lantern. With Doctor Strange, I've always been into like the whole like wizardry, um, alchemy type stuff. And I liked him also because of his like whole origin story of like having to learn and practice and this, this and that. So that's why he's one of my favorite Marvel characters too, is because like the discipline that it takes him to be the Sorcerer Supreme, you know? Mm -hmm. So I knew with that, that whole type of aesthetic, I could do like a lot of different Photoshop things. And like, actually I mainly got that so I could do a lot of, um, the after effects stuff like with the uh, sling ring and stuff like that and then like i did a superboy version of and the superboy the only reason why that whole thing came out because i am a fan of cyberpunk and like vaporwave synthwave music and that aesthetic mm-hmm. but i knew like the man of steel suit wouldn't really go with the 90s vibe so i was like how am i gonna do? and then i just remembered you know the 90s superboy it's like oh that aesthetic works perfectly mm-hmm. <laughs> with that right i love the i love the 90s uh superboy too um i think when madden gets a little bit older and cuts his hair again he might want to do that one um oh man when do you, when you look back at your your first cosplay where when, when you first cosplayed and you got around other people that cosplayed did you were you immediately like sucked into it like oh the next time i'm going to do this and i'm going to change this and i'm going to try to do this did like did you did it happen for you immediately um uh, no well i don't know that's a that's a good question cuz my my first like the first big convention i ever went to was comic con was san diego comic con so that was like that was that was a 2008 i was hancock and like looking at all the people and doing all their stuff i was like man this these people have some pretty dang cool outfits you know and I, before cosplay i always kind of like dressed a little bit differently and stuff too so i was like you know what just kind of being myself in that aspect but when it comes to like the cosplay community now and like the superman suits i have now i'm like yeah it's every time i see some stuff on online i'm like dang i need to now I want to go do this version and I want to do a version of this. And I like, I need to do like a green lantern version of Superman. That's like one of the things on my list. I want to get like a black Superman suit, like the regeneration suit, you know? Nice. Um, And then like, there have been people that have actually drawn like custom Superman suits for, for me. And I need to like find out how to get those printed out so I can wear those too. So those are like some of the things I have in the works, but yeah, when I go to these, um, like I went to Seattle Comic-Con last year and I'm like looking around and I'm like, Oh dang, like people are so talented. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang. Yeah. You mentioned uh, Dr. Strange and your love for like wizardry and whatnot. I was going to ask you if you, if you know your, like uh, your, your Hogwarts uh, house. You know, I have actually never seen a Harry Potter movie or okay. read a book. So oh, I really? Have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I like wizard stuff, like I, I have not, I have not read it because when Harry Potter came out, I think I don't even remember how old I was, but I was old enough to remember like little kids running around reading these eight hundred page books, and I'm just like, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then like that slowly evolved to like however long it is now, you know, but I just never, I just never thought to. And by the time, like I, the last one came out, how they were like so advanced and like the special effects and everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, well now if I want to watch this, I got to watch all six other ones or seven, however many there are. So I just never got around to it. It's, 
it's something that I need to do still, but I just I have not done it. And the other the other thing is is with your with your suits, uh, uh, do you uh, do you do padded or like you know airbrushed or is it all you? It's all me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all me. I mean, like some of them. No, some of them. The new Superman suit is not me. That that one's um printed. But like the one behind you, that one is just um, spandex. So that's um, mm-hmm. that's all me. Yeah, with no muscle suit underneath it. I've Which... I've I've been I've seen people with like I've actually seen somebody in a saber like a real saber tooth like that looked like it came like off of the like the toy shelf, and it was Dang. it was completely like molded like muscles underneath there, and I was so impressed. But I was like, I bet you that thing is a thousand degrees on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll be nice to, it'll be nice to get like a, a custom kind of muscle suit to fit me. That doesn't look like over the top, you know, Right. but also like, Oh, that's gotta be so high. Inside it, of, cause, cause what I do to preserve my cosplays, I wear thermals underneath all of mine all the time, no matter how hot it is, because I don't want to sweat on top of my stuff because it's like that one is up painted. So I can't really like take it to a dry cleaner. But if I get any salt rings on it from sweat, I got to tube brush it out, you know? Mm -hmm. So to alleviate that, I'm always wearing thermals underneath it. So that way I sweat on the thermals first and hopefully it doesn't like sink into the, um, the suit. And that goes for like all of them. So I can't even imagine like how hot of a a hot muscle suit would be. (laughs) be That too. is that why you picked the Pacific Northwest uh, to cosplay in? Because I would tell you right now that I cosplay in the heat of Texas all the time, and it's terrible. Oh, I don't even like if I was because I lived in Texas. Like I left Texas to go to Seattle, so I was there for four years mm-hmm. um, in Fort Worth, and then I went to Seattle. Um, but no, I, I pretty much picked Seattle because of the the scenery. Um, but in the winter time, in the summertime, it was it was it was hot. I mean, it wasn't as humid as Texas gets, you know. But there's been times where I've worn up to three layers of thermals in Seattle because of the wintertime and just how cold it was in the mornings trying to go take photos. Yeah, but yeah, it's like here in Pennsylvania, I'm in Pennsylvania now, and I, it takes me a lot to just even put that on because it's just like 75, 80% humidity over here now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh. I'm then on top of the thermals with that underneath too. So, so you're you're living in in Philly, right? It's not like you got grounded there because of the pandemic, or yeah, no, I got grounded here. Oh, okay, um, I had I had like a contract, like a work contract in Vermont. Okay, that I had I did that for about six weeks. It was supposed to be five months, and then like you know, around April is when they finally pulled the plug on it. So, because mm-hmm. um, currently I. I still currently live out of my van when I left to Seattle and I got all the vans and stuff. So I'm staying here now at a friend's house who was stuck with her boyfriend in California. So I'm like basically house sitting her house right now. Oh, in interesting. Yeah. yeah. So that worked out for me because I could have just not been here in this place, but that that's how I'm sitting in front of you now in a spot because I'm house sitting somebody's house that is stuck in California right, <laughs> right now. Right. No, that, yeah, that's, that's actually interesting. Cause I was kind of wondering people like in, in your situation, they're traveling or something like that, how that all happens and affects them, like where they're staying and everything. Cause I know I've heard of, you know, through my wife's colleagues at work and, and other people that I know, you know, they got grounded or almost got grounded in places that they were trying to get out of. One of my wife's coworkers um, was in 
uh, Italy when that was all starting. And she was, she barely was able to get out of Italy before they shut everything down and everything. So it was, oh, dang. yeah. So it was just, so it was interesting to kind of hear you, uh, you know, talk about how you're staying in Philly, even though you're, you know, you're not living there, but you're staying at your friend's house because they got grounded in California. Yeah. So yeah. because I can't like in Seattle in a van, I, I just had like a 24 hour gym membership, you know, and I was able to just do that to take a shower or like, you know, if I have to like randomly go use a restroom or do something, I just go to the gym. Right. Can't do that during this pandemic because everything's closed, you know? So I'm right. like really fortunate that I have a, a place to stay because I couldn't imagine being in a van in this pandemic right now. And like, like, you know, I'd have to rely on truck stops to do stuff, which that probably wouldn't be the most sanitary place, at, you know, out of all the places I could go take a shower right. during this pandemic i'm sure that would be like the least sanitary place to do it. <laughs> right yeah well um other than superman like what other comic book characters or just how comics have impacted you personally and you've kind of talked about that a little bit already with cyclops and how dr strange inspired you and stuff like that yeah well i guess like like cyclops i didn't really talk so cyclops he's like you know the like the nineties cartoon, you know, with Cyclops mm-hmm. um, and X-Men. So it was always, whenever he was pretty much on screen, it would be like him and Wolverine, like, you know, batting heads, you know? So right. Cyclops is always like the Superman morally high ground kind of character. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's what kind of always drew me to him. Cause he was always trying to be like the good, the good person. Like, no, we need to. And then you have like Wolverine, Batman over here, like, no, no, no. So like, <laughs> that's, I think that's, I think that's why like Cyclops has always been, been uh, the favorite one to me. But then other than that, like, I really do like Shazam also because of the whole like magic and everything too. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the flash, so like my top five, my top five superheroes would be, would be Superman, um, Green Lantern, Shazam, uh, and the flash. And I guess that's top four. Yeah. So those are like the top four that I, for DC at least. And then like I suspire, I guess Dr. Strange will be in there too. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, but that's pretty much those. Um, I probably should try to do like a different version of Hancock now though. Yay. <laughs> like try to find my, try to find my cosplay that I had a long time ago that, because I think that'll be dope too, to do some like photos and like the whole levitation thing as Hancock with like, a bottle of whiskey or something or like you know how people like float actually now that i'm thinking about this i'm like oh this would be a good idea like you know how people like throw stuff up in their hand like and it looks like the liquid is frozen with the fast shutter speed you know right if yeah. i like had on a hancock suit and like threw up like a bottle of jameson and it was like spilling out of the top or something like that right yeah now i'm thinking i should write that down. yeah <laughs> <laughs> right take, take some notes there, there's your creativity fuel for the day right <laughs> I was like, damn, that's a good idea. Like, yeah, I should do that. I'm gonna go see if Goodwills are open up around here to try to find that. No. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. You can you can you can cosplay Hancock on a budget <laughs> for reals. <laughs> that's well with with four people to outfit in my family for cosplay. That's one of the, always the things that we have to um, that we have to address is is be it, do it on a budget. But of but my son did make all A's for the entire year, like a fifth grade. And I promised that if he did that, I would spring for a, a high quality Spider-Man suit. So now, now I have to spend some money, but I told him, I was like, we're not going to, we're not going to a Comic-Con in the next, uh, probably six months. 
So we're going to wait and to get it. And then maybe you'll hit a growth spurt because I'm not going to pay that money. And then you shoot up four inches. <laughs> right. And it doesn't yeah. fit anymore. <laughs> That'll be so redundant. But he's excited <laughs> about that because he wants to get into doing like birthday parties and stuff like that. So I was oh, like, no. I will, I'll get you one that's, I'll get you one that is good enough that you could, you could do like, uh, birthday parties and stuff. You just oh, got to work awesome. on, you got to work on your backflips though. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Holland can backflip. Right. Um, before we let you go, uh, Jonathan, can you tell everybody where they can find you online? Uh, you know, Twitter or, or Instagram or whatever. Uh, yeah. So if anybody wants to just type in either Seattle Superman, you can type that into any social media or into Google or my name, Jonathan, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N. Last name is Bell, B-E-L-L-E. You can type that across all social media platforms or Google and I should pop up. Hope, I mean, I should pop up. That's three years of SEO I've been doing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, we are. I'm glad that we got a chance to to talk to you, to meet you, although digitally. Um, It was it was really great. And I hope I wish you all the best with with what's going on with for for you right now and getting back, getting back out there and seeing some more uh, some more of your work in different costumes and whatnot. Um, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Caption Life. We hope you enjoyed listening to us. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button on whatever major podcast platform you listen to. And you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Caption Life. If you like what we're doing, give us a shout out and tag us in your posts. Until next time, Excelsior. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>